Good morning, Living Word. Good morning, morning, manites. Welcome to a new day that the Lord has been good to us, that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you for joining with me again on a beautiful Friday. Ain't man, it's Friday. So many views last day of work week, work day after week, and you're looking forward to a blessed weekend. For some of you, maybe the first day of you of the work week for you. But we give God thanks either way. Amen. Certainly you have given, uh, you have acknowledged God already this morning. You have connected with him. You have spoken to him. You have thanked him. You have said, Lord, you have been so good. So good to me. You've been better to me than I've been to myself. Certainly we all can come in agreement that God has been really good to us. And if he's not good to you, then you need to check your relationship with him. But even when you think about it, even when you were not even saved, you didn't even recognize him, he was still good to you because he kept you alive until you were able to open your mouth and accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, who you think was keeping you alive all that time so you wouldn't have died in your sin. So God has been good to you. Even when you do not recognize his goodness, he has still been good to you. Amen. So we can sing, God, you've been so good and so good to me. Amen. So I want to give God thanks for a beautiful day. Um, I want to give God thanks for all the possibilities in this day, all the things that he has planned for me. We all know his thoughts for us and his plans for us is always for good and never for evil. So expect good in today, no matter what you're facing, no matter who's saying what. No matter what's going on, expect good in your day. And what you expect, that's what you're going to realize. Amen. Your expectation will create your reality. Amen. So create good expectations. Speak out into your day. Talk to your day. Remember I said talk to God, talk to yourself, and speak to your world. Amen. For there's power in your words. Matter of fact, that's going to be what I'm talking about today. Power in faithful words, faithful words that has power in it. Amen. So children of God, we have authority. We have power in our words. God has given us power. Amen. We know the scripture has given us power to tread upon serpents, upon scorpions, over all the powers of the enemy. Nothing by any means shall harm us. How do we do that? It's by using the word of God. Amen. By using the word of God, that's how we exert this authority and this power that he has given us. You know, we tell our kids, use your words. <laughs> well, we need to tell ourselves as Christians, we need to use our words. We don't fight with the, with the adversary using our fists or our feet. We, know, we don't do kung fu, karate, <laughs> you know, physically. We do it spiritually. Yeah, we must be warriors spiritually. But we do that using the right words. Amen. Everything we see was created by words. Let me say it again. Everything we see was created by word. And it's the very word of God that holds everything together. Look at Hebrews 1 and verse 3. You want to say this for yourself. 
who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power. Amen. Everything, the whole universe is trained to respond to faithful words. Why? Because it is brought, it came into existence by words and is held together by God's words. The so words are the producers and or the parents of all things. Let me say it again. Words are the producers or parents of all things. Everything you see in the material realm that God spoke it into existence. And so these things came into existence by the power of God's word. Amen. And so things in the earth, things in this in the universe respond to words. <laughs> they were created by words. They must respond to words, but those words must be full of faith, and those words must be in harmony with God's word. The world, the universe is not going to respond to words that are not from God. Amen. So we must take God's word, make it our own word, and speak to our situation using the word of God. It must respond. Remember what they said about Jesus in the book of Luke, chapter 4, verse 32. They were astonished at his word. They were astonished at his doctrine, rather, for his word was with power. Amen. That same power that Jesus had is the same power he's given out to us. He said, Father, the same glory you gave me is the same glory I give them. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead is the same power that now quickens us. You know what that power is? That's the Holy Spirit inside of us. Amen. But the Holy Spirit combined with God's word in your mouth can produce amazing things in the earth realm. We already know, we already know, we have, some of us are dealing with some of the things we have said, and some things we have said created some really bad situations in our lives, destroyed some relationships, simply because of our words, because we didn't know about the power of our words. We didn't know about it. And because we didn't know about it, we gave it no attention. But let me bring some awareness to you. Please give attention to your words. Amen. Proverbs 18, 21 said, death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. What the word of God is saying, hey, words can produce life. Words can produce death. And we're going to eat the fruit of our words. That's what the word of God says. So if you're producing death, you're going to have to deal with the death that you're producing. So rather speak life because that's what you want. You want to deal with things that are good, things that are pure, things that are lovely, things that are right for your life, perfect for your life. Those are the things you want to consistently deal with. And so you don't want to speak words that's going to produce death or deadly things or things that work against your destiny, right? Amen. Things that come to mess up your environment. You want to make sure you're not speaking any words that's going to cause war, that's going to cause division, that's going to cause anger. Amen. You want to make sure your words is going to produce the positive things you want in your life 
Nobody want negativity in their lives. Nobody want negative things in their lives. Nobody wants bad in their lives. No, we all want consistent good. Amen. From the day we're born to the day we die, we want consistent good. And it's important for us to understand that we can influence the outcomes of our lives based on how we think and what we speak. Amen. The Bible said, as a man thinking in his heart, so he is simply because the mouth speaketh out of what's in your heart or what's in your mind. Amen. So you get your mind right, get your words right, your life will line up and headed in the right direction. In the book of James, it talk about the tongue. It's just a small little thing, just like a rudder is a small little thing, but it stares the ship in the direction that the captain wants it to go. So listen, if you can control your words, you can control the direction of your life. Let me say it again. If you can control your words, you can control the directions of your life. Stop getting yourself in trouble because of your word. <laughs> Amen. Don't do it. Just check yourself. Before you speak, think about it. Think about the outcome. We must be outcome driven. Amen. We want to make sure that we're going to speak the word. It's going to produce life. It's going to create a, an, an environment of peace, but it's also going to get us in the direction that we want to go. No matter what direction you want to go, there's a right word to get you there. You could be in a situation of people that are angry and upset, but your word can bring calmness. Amen. So you make sure you are speaking the right words. The message version of, of Proverbs 18.21 puts it this way. Words kill. Words give life. They're either poison or fruit. You choose. <laughs> Isn't that beautiful? Words kill. Words give life. They're either poison or fruit. You choose. So you get to choose whether you want poison or you want good fruit. I suggest you choose good fruit. Amen. We want consistent good fruit in our lives. Nobody wants to deal with poison. No, poison kills. Poison destroys. Poison shut down destinies. Yeah, we don't want that. We want things that's going to give us life. It's like eating from the tree of life. You know if Adam and Eve had ate from the tree of life, they would still be alive. We would not be dealing with any death whatsoever, but they ate off the wrong tree. And so us as Christians, let's make sure we're not eating off the wrong tree. We're not spewing death, but we are spewing life. The Bible says God has made us kings and priests in order to reign on the earth. Let me say it again. God has made us kings and priests to, to reign on the earth. Peter tells us, in 1 Peter 2 and verse 9, that we are royal priesthood. You see that word royal is speaking of our kingly attributes as believers. We have kingly attributes. And as priesthood, we are being ordained to speak on behalf of God. So as as, as the royal priesthood, we have kingly attributes. Rather, uh, uh, the royal priesthood, we are ordained to speak on behalf of God. Amen. But royalty means kingly, kingly attributes as believers. Amen. Um, and look at Revelation 5 and verse 10. It says, and God has made 
us unto and has made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. This is what the Bible says we are. We are kings and we are priests. Amen. And Ecclesiastes 8 and verse 4 says this, where the word of a king is, there is power. I like that. Where the word of a king is, there is power. Listen, we are kings. Amen. We are royalty. We are of the highest order. Let me say it again. We are kings. We are royalty. We are of the highest order. We are above. We are not beneath. We are the head. We are not the tail. We are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And so you've got to see yourself seated high, looking low. You've got to see yourself looking over the horizon. Amen. You've got to see yourself sitting high. You're not below. You're not beneath looking up. No, you're above looking down. That's who you are. God has elevated you. He has uh, lifted you up and seated you in Christ Jesus. Amen. First Peter 2 verse 9 tells us we are chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that should show forth the praises of him who called us out of the dark realm into the realm of light, his marvelous light. Amen. You understand? We're peculiar. Because we're peculiar, the world should see us differently. Because we're peculiar, we don't act like the world. We don't talk like them. We don't behave like them. Our attitude is different. Our character is different. Our destinies are different. Amen. Our God is different. Amen. We don't serve the God of this world. Amen. We serve the God who created the heavens and the earth, the almighty God. Amen. We are kings and priests under him. It is he who raised us. It is he who called us out of ignorance, called us out of darkness, called us out of death and destruction and given us life. The Bible said everlasting or eternal life reigns in us. Amen. So as children of God, we must first understand who we are, know who we are. When we know who we are, that we are of kingly lineage, we will walk in a king's uh, attitude. Amen. We must have that king's attitude. Amen. But where the word of the king is, there is power. And who may say unto him, what doest thou? Amen. When a king speaks, who is going to contend with the king's word? Amen. As children of God, we have power to tread upon serpents, upon scorpions, over all the powers of the enemy. And so when we speak, we speak with a king's mindset that um, demons cannot counteract it. There's nothing they can do. Satan himself has to back up off of you. Amen. Because you, you speak with authority, with power. Amen. The Bible says, submit to God, resist the devil. He will what? He will flee from you. Amen. Why? Why does he flee? Because he understands authority and there's power in your word. Well, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. We wrestle with our words. We speak the word. The word is the sword of the spirit. Amen. So you make sure that your word is full of faith. You're not just speaking from your emotions, but you're speaking from your spirit. And that spirit is influenced 
by the word of God. Amen. Emotional words don't help you. Amen. You need spiritual words. You need words coming from the mouth of God that you have made your own words and it's energized and influenced by the Holy Spirit. And when you speak those things, those things must come into existence. Devils must flee from your life. Miracles must take place in your life when we are speaking that word of God, when we're speaking by faith. Remember, the Bible said that God has made us kings and priests in order to reign on the earth. God gave us power to reign, to rule, to reign, and to have dominion on the earth. So you and I a call, a call to be rulers in this earth realm. And so your sphere of influence, you are supposed to rule over it. Amen. Don't let the devil take control or take over. Amen. Your life, your home, your sphere of influence. No, it's up to you. You take control of it. You have power. Remember, they were amazed at Jesus because when he spoke, he spake, he spoke with power. And as children of God, we should speak. We should speak with power. We should speak with authority. We should speak with confidence. Amen. Stop rejecting your royal duty to decree blessings over your lives. Stop doing it. Stop waiting for people to come into your life to speak over your life. You have power. You have authority. You have you. You are the prophet of your life. Make sure you get the right words. Too many of us have neglected our royal duty to speak on behalf of God in the earth realm. It is up to you to bless your marriage, to bless your families, to bless your business, your ministries, and every other realm of your life. You take the responsibility to a blessing, consistently speak the blessings of God on your life. So every morning you wake up, you first you bless God and thank God for the authority and the power that he has given you to rule and to reign in the earth realm. There is none bigger than you in the earth realm. There is no giant that you cannot destroy. There is no mountain that you can't command to move out of your way. There is no valley you can't cross. There is no sea that cannot turn into dry land. Listen, we are children of God. And if God has said you have authority, if he says you have faith, if you can just have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can command mountains to move out of your way. Listen, that he meant exactly what he says. We just have to exercise the faith and speak the word of God. The whole universe, your universe, your universe is waiting for you to take dominion and to speak out and give instruction. If your life is spiraling out of control, you have allowed it. You have power to bring it back into divine order. Take, take the the bull by the horns and bring it back into alignment. Why? Because God has given you power. You have power to bring it back into alignment. Amen. You are a king and there's power that comes from the mouth of a king. You have power to bring your life back into alignment. Speak it back into alignment. Stand by 
faith. Amen. Don't speak and forget. Speak and demand and expect that what you're saying to become your reality. Amen. We are. This is what we are created to do. The Bible said creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. Amen. Creation is waiting on you to bring things into order. Amen. Your life does not have to be in disarray or out of order. You can bring it back into order by speaking the right words, by praying the right words. Amen. In Romans 8, 9, uh, the, the Passion Translation puts it this way. The entire universe is standing on tiptoe yearning to see the unveiling of God's glorious sons and daughters. Listen, hey, your, your world, your, your center of influence, um, you, the, your, your circumstance is waiting for your revelation. It's waiting for, for you to give it instruction. Amen. It's waiting. Your home is waiting for instruction. Your life is waiting for instruction. Amen. What direction for it to take? Where you want it to go? You got to speak your expectations over your life. Speak it. Stop walking around with your mouth closed. Open your mouth and speak that word of God over your life, over your situation. You're not defeated. You're only defeated when you shut up. You're only defeated when you close your mouth and refuse to speak to your situation. Speak what you want to see. Amen. Speak what you want to see in your life. Begin to speak it now. Don't wait on nobody. Speak what you want to see. Amen. Get somebody to come in agreement with you according to what you want to see. Yeah, if two of us can agree as to anything we ask or speak, it shall be done. Amen. Asking requires you to speak forth. So speak forth. Speak forth. Come in agreement with somebody. Get your brothers and sisters. Listen, I want you to come in agreement with this because scripture says, if I can get somebody to agree, it's going to come to pass. Amen. It's going to come to pass. But make sure you agree on good things, pure things. And make sure you agree on things with the right motive. Amen. You want the right motive. The Bible tells us we, we don't get because we ask amiss. Simply means we have bad motives. Amen. Make sure our motives are pure. And sometimes you need to go to God and say, God, purify my thoughts and my mind. Make sure that I'm operating with the right motive because I don't want to do anything that is outside your will for my life. Amen. So every word we speak is pregnant with regal creative power. Words have prophetic implications. Amen. So you make sure you understand that. Amen. When God came up on the scene, the Bible said everything was dark. Everything was out of order. And God simply said, let there be light. Amen. And there was light. Come to your, when you come to your dark situation, stuff you can't see, you can't understand, you speak to say, let there be light. Say, God, open my eyes that I may see. Amen. Remove this darkness. I command this darkness to go. I command light to show up. Let there be light. Simple means you want to see what is going on. Amen. You want the darkness to be eradicated. You need light on your situation. If there's some situations in your life, you need to say, let there be light. 
I want to know how to deal with this. I want to know what's really going on. And God, give me the wisdom to make the right decisions. Speak it. Amen. Moses spoke to a rock and brought forth water. Amen. And so Joshua spoke to the sun and it stood still. Amen. And so, and that's in the Old Testament. The Holy Spirit was not even here yet. We have been energized, quickened by the Holy Spirit. Listen, if we can speak in faith, we can see some amazing things taking place in our lives. Jesus spoke to the fig tree and it immediately dried up. He woke up and spoke to the winds and the waves and they automatically immediately quiet down. What changes you need in your life today? that you have refused to speak the right words. Get faith in your life. Get faith active in your life. And you begin to speak the right words. And when you speak the words with faith, things are going to change and things are going to happen in your life. Let us pray. Father, we thank you again for all that you have taught us. Thank you for your word. Thank you for reminding us, Father, that with faith we can do all things. There's nothing too hard. There's nothing too high, nothing too low with faith. Amen. And so, Father, we look to you now and we thank you for giving on to us faith. For your word said you have given on to all men a measure of faith. And I pray that this morning, God, we will understand who we are, that we are kings, we are priests. And God, and everything in this world is held together by the power of your word. And so, Father, you have given us power to rule and to reign in the earth. And I pray, God, we will have this understanding. So no matter what the obstacles are, no matter what we face each and every day, Father, remind us that there's power in our words to produce life or to produce death. And I pray, God, we will use our words with the right motives, with the right understanding to consistently produce life, God, and eradicate death and darkness from our midst. We thank you, Father, for empowering us in, in these times, in these seasons. You did not leave us without power, but you gave us power, God, over all the powers of the enemy. And nothing by any means can harm us. Why? Because we know how to fight with our words. I pray, God, that you will energize our lips. Hallelujah. God, give us the faith. God, cause us to develop the faith, Lord, that will leap over walls and run through troops. Thank you, Father, because we are not weak, but we are strong. We are not poor. We are rich. God, we are not beneath. We are above. And we're not the tail. We are the head. Father, we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. For it is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.